What does it mean to live life to the fullest, train to your potential and perform at your best? Leave nothing on the table. That's a non-negotiable is that I, I strive to be better every day because if I'm not on top of my game, how is anybody else going to follow me down the road? Keep demanding more of yourself to, to live up to that potential and to stay hungry. Training is progress. You know, when I look at the word training, I think of steps, baby steps to get somewhere that you want to be. And that is basically your life journey. It's a mindset in itself, man. It's like, it's not just about, I know that for you, a lot of that's about the physical, but we're constantly in training, whether it's growing our skill sets, whether it's growing our physical bodies, whether it's growing our relationships, whatever. And all of that's a training ground. And that kind of goes back to the mindset that we just talked about. You underestimate yourself and you don't even start. But then once you start, you often surpass what you thought you could do. Perform at your best, mate. That's that's sort of what life is all about. You know, want to have the knowledge, want to have the fitness, the health, the ambition and drive that no matter what comes along, when that next phone call comes, I can just say, yes, I don't have to worry. Just go and do it. Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Live, Train, Perform podcast. I'm your host, Sean Koba. During this episode, I'm going to be discussing and giving examples of how my training has to change in line with the seasons of life. And I think this is really going to help uh, a lot of the audience understand that uh, we can't just be following the same uh, program blindly all year round. And we need to make adjustments to our training program uh, to tie in line with those different seasons of life. And those seasons of life are constantly changing. We've, different, we've got different priorities. We've got different values. Um, we've got different things that we need to focus on at different times throughout the year, throughout the month, throughout the week, so on and so forth. So um, as an example, for the last kind of nine months-ish, Uh, I haven't really been following a specific plan where I'm looking at getting a specific adaptation to impose demands, right? I've just been training for the sake of training because I enjoy training. I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm developing. Now, I want to rewind right back to uh, July last year. Um, I got a message from Peter Yarn, asked me to go over to Russia to train him for his fight camp to fight against Eljamain Sterling at the time for the UFC bantamweight title. Um, now, I went to Russia and whilst I was over there, my main priority was training him. It was putting him through fight camp along with his training partners. So my training had to take a back seat. And what I was actually doing with my training was just kind of playing around with different movements, different exercises, um, and I was kind of trialing a few uh, programs, knowing that this year I was going to be building out my website, putting together training programs, ebooks, etc. More on that later. Um, but basically, what I was doing was I was I was putting together training programs for him, for his team. I was filming a lot of that stuff, which I'll have available in the future, but I was also putting together some different training programs that uh, I hadn't really played around with before um, and just kind of testing those out. All right, so that went on for a couple of uh, weeks, probably about seven to eight weeks, almost two months, uh, and then we went to UAE and we're over there for a couple of weeks. Now, again, um, I wasn't doing any specific training at the time. I was training most days, at least you know four to five days per week, but it wasn't specific towards anything. It was just training for the sake of training because it made me feel good. It made me, um, you know, gave me energy, uh, all that type of stuff, all the benefits we know that's associated with training. All right, now, 
from there, I went over to India and I was in India for roughly four weeks where I was filming uh, a project with Discovery Channel, which I can now tell you guys about. Uh, it was India's Ultimate Warrior, uh, where we had four mentors uh, and 16 contestants. Each mentor had four students each that we were putting through physical and mental challenges to find India's Ultimate Warrior. Again, I won't go too deep on this, but uh, the cat's out of the bag and uh, I'll have more information dropping on that in the near future. Uh, but basically, whilst I was there, I didn't really know what the schedule was. So um, we were filming every day and I didn't have access to a gym um, and my training was just kind of like ticking over. It was more like maintenance style training or reducing the um, reducing the damage style training. Now, I've spoken about this before about uh, training for gains training to maintain where you're at and also training to minimize the damage now when i was in russia when i was in the uae it was training to maintain okay in india i was only training you know maybe once every three four days and that was training to minimize the damage so that you know i didn't decondition myself too much okay once i got back from india then uh the first month december i got back start of december I focused on boxing, okay, I wanted to learn, I wanted to, uh, I wrote down my values once I got back or just before I got back and I was like, right, what do I want to work on, I want to build my business, I want to build my website, I want to build these training programs, blah, 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 but I also want, um, you know, respect from the people that I'm working with, how am I going to get that, that means I need to go into their world and I need to learn as much as I can from them i need to know how they move i need to know what energy systems they work i need to know what they're feeling so on so forth so through december i was focusing on boxing now i coach a 9 30 class at tiger muay thai and the boxing class is at 10 30 so by the time i finished class and then uh, people would talk to me etc i was always rolling into the boxing class late and i felt really bad for uh the boxing coaches because i don't like it when people roll into my classes late so um once the start of the year rolled around tiger actually put jujitsu um the gi classes back on the training schedule at six o'clock at night and i was like all right sweet tuesday thursdays i can get into jujitsu and i can continue doing jujitsu because i hadn't done it for so long um, and again, that was one of those focuses for me was to build my jujitsu skills, um, go into my fighters world and see, you know, and not only see what they were doing, but show them how my world could then carry over to their world. So then they go, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. Um, you know, all the stuff that he's doing in the gym is transferring to our skills. Why don't we go and train with this guy? So for the first couple of months of this year, have been focused on jujitsu and mixed martial arts. Now, the MMA sessions are at four o'clock in the afternoon, so it made more sense to me to go to the MMA sessions um, where I was actually learning, and I wasn't rocking up late to the boxing classes. I was, I was getting there on time. I was going through a warm-up, all that type of stuff. Now, uh, I actually played a game of rugby on the weekend. I'm recording this on the 23rd of March and over this last weekend, I played a game of rugby. Uh, it was a game of 10s against my uh, teammates with the Phuket Vagabonds. They split the team into two and we played against each other. Now, I haven't done any specific rugby training for at least nine months. Before I left for Russia, it was probably the last time I touched a rugby ball. Now, over the last couple of months since I've been back, you know, with the boxing, then the jiu-jitsu and the mixed martial arts, like I actually felt quite good during the game. Um, my conditioning was fine. Um, I felt strong. I felt powerful. Okay. In saying that, 
I did go into the game with a couple of little niggling injuries. And the reason I had little niggling injuries is because obviously with the jujitsu, the MMA, I'm doing the sparring sessions and things like that. It's all new to me. Um, you know, it's kind of in an uncontrolled environment. There's other people that you're working with, that you're sparring with, um, that you can't necessarily control or um, you can't predict what they're going to do. So inevitably, uh, I was carrying a few little niggling injuries and things like that. Now, the body's pulled up pretty good over the last few days, but uh, my ankle's a little bit locked up. I've got a few little bumps and bruises and things like that. Um, but otherwise, I feel pretty good. Now, in saying that, I have uh, a lot of rugby games and tournaments coming up over the next two months. So, Whilst the priority for me is to, you know, learn as much as I can in terms of mixed martial arts um, and those different combat sports for this year, it doesn't make sense for me to continue doing that over the next couple of months whilst I have rugby tournaments coming up. So uh, what I'm going to be doing is start changing my training uh, to be a little bit more rugby specific. Um, I've got game, I've got a game, I've got a tournament coming up in a couple of weeks time. Uh, and then about three weeks after that, another one, and then about three weeks after that. So probably for the next two months or so, roughly every three month, uh, three weeks, I've got a game coming up or a weekend tournament coming up. So uh, it makes sense for me over the next two months to really focus on uh, the rugby training and rugby-specific training where I'm training in the gym in a controlled environment so then I can then take those skills and apply them in an uncontrolled environment. Now, that's not to say that I'm going to completely stop the jiu-jitsu MMA. I'm probably going to do jiu-jitsu maybe once a week just so I can, again, um, minimize the deconditioning that occurs. If you don't do something, you start losing the ability to do that thing, okay? Use it or lose it. Now, I'm probably going to do jiu-jitsu once per week um, just so I can kind of maintain uh, where I'm at and not go too far backwards, minimize that damage. Now, another reason why I haven't been doing, uh, haven't been going to rugby training uh, for the last couple of months, knowing that I had a game coming up this last weekend, was because, you know, I'm 36 years old. I turned 37 this year. I've been playing rugby for 20 years. I go to training, and it's one of those things where I'm not learning anything. It takes me 45 minutes to drive there. It's an hour and a half training. It takes me 45 minutes to drive home. You know, there's a three-hour commitment. They're training Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. There's nine hours per week, and I just can't commit that time with what's going on in my life at the moment, with what I'm building uh, and where I'm at. So, you know, and jujitsu. The only time that I can do that is at six o'clock on Tuesday and Thursday, and rugby training's at five thirty. So I had to sit down and say, "What's more of a priority to me right now?" Okay, the jujitsu is more of a priority. Rugby, I'm not really learning anything. I'm not getting as much out of it. Yeah, I enjoy seeing the boys, etc. But you know, for me, life is all about growth. It's all about development. It's all about constantly learning. So uh, the time, the return on investment was much higher for the jujitsu than it was for the rugby. Now, in saying that, after playing this game on the weekend, I've had to reassess that, particularly knowing that I've got games coming up over the next couple of months. So, you know, this is where I'm going to sit down um, this weekend. Uh, I'm going away to turn my phone off for 24, 36, 48 hours, uh, take a book, start journaling, um, you know, do a little bit of reading, just go through a digital detox and um, sit down and spend some time with my thoughts and figure out where I'm at with my business and um, where I'm at with my life, uh, relationships, career, 
um, et cetera, et cetera, and then put some action steps in place and, uh, sorry, write down my values, uh, reprioritize, and then look at putting some action steps in place on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, basis to move me in the right direction. So, you know, one of those initial thoughts is, hey, I've got rugby tournaments coming up over the next couple of months. So I need to make sure that I'm in a position to be able to go into those rugby tournaments and perform the way that I want to. Now, as much as I uh, did perform well on the weekend, uh, I scored a really good try, had some really solid runs, put some good shots on. Uh, my conditioning was good. Again, I did have a couple of little niggles that uh, I'd carried into that game just from the unpredictability of the sparring and the jiu-jitsu and the MMA and the boxing sessions. So uh, if I can minimize that as much as possible and get a little bit more specific training in, then that's going to allow me to perform the way that I want when I'm on the rugby field. Um, And then once uh, the last tournament uh, finishes up in probably mid-May-ish, then again, I'll need to sit down, I'll need to reassess I'll have a look at what my training uh, structure looks like, uh, and then I'll start putting some uh, putting a program together moving forward. All right, hopefully that gives you guys a, a decent understanding of you know what happens in your life, how things change, how you need to then start adjusting things you're doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to tie in line with that. But I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you have any questions, shoot me a message at coach underscore Cobes on Instagram. That's coach underscore K-O-B-E-S on Instagram. I will be putting out some requests for Q&A sessions where you guys ask the questions. I'll answer them on a podcast. So keep your eyes peeled on my social media platforms for that. Any five-star ratings and reviews are much appreciated. Much love, guys. Peace. This episode was brought to you by Swiss 8, which is a proactive mental health program designed by veterans, initially for veterans, that has been pushed out to the wider community that allows you to structure in and schedule their eight pillars of health and wellness, including nutrition, sleep, uh, time management, discipline, fitness, personal growth, mindfulness, and minimalism. This episode was also brought to you by Be Spunky, which is a male hormone optimization supplement that I've been taking for about a year and a half, and I absolutely rate It is a TGA-listed nutraceutical, meaning that it's made from all organic produce uh, to help you manage and optimize your stress levels, which in turn increases your ability to improve testosterone production levels naturally. Uh, Use the code COBES10 at checkout for your 10% discount. All of those links will be in the show notes. If you got some benefit from this episode, please make sure you pass it off to your friends and family. Uh, I'd appreciate any shares on social media platforms. If you tag me or if you share it to your stories, make sure you tag me so I can share that as well. Any five-star ratings and reviews are much appreciated. Much love, guys. Peace.